Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wichita's most listened to sports radio. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Radio you can touch. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Who the hell are you? I'd rather go down to the barber shop and ask a guy about ready to get his hair cut. What the urgency's like. Lord knows we need family now more than ever. Jeff Lutz. I just don't want to indulge you and I'm the greatest thing in the world every time we're on the show. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. You're unbelievable. Judas. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. It's showtime, baby. You'll go wacko, but that is nuts, crazy, unbelievable. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Monday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, co-hosting. Max Power, producing and engineering. We've got a hotline now, the IHOP hotline, 869-1240. We invite your calls and participation. Uh, chilly day out there. What's the uh, weather looking like for... About four hours from now. I don't know. It's not that bad out right now. It's 60 degrees and relatively comfortable. Pretty chilly. Uh, It's not terrible. In four hours, it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be. Well, I thought you already had this information. Raining in 58. Well, I don't want to hear that first part. So hopefully we can avoid that. Well, it's 70% chance by 8 p.m. Well, hopefully we will avoid that and we'll see what happens, right? Good luck. Oh, we got a game tonight. Well, we need rain. We need you to get your games in. We, we need, need a, we needed rain overnight. We need a, we needed Adam Wainwright to uh, come in tomorrow to Wichita to pitch. There's a lot of things we need. Well, that's going to be exciting to see Wayno uh, at Riverfront Stadium if it indeed happens. Would love to see that happen. Uh, probably his last rehab start before he gets called back to the very much in need St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, your team is very much in need too. So well, we got we're a both guy kind of in the same boat. We brought a guy up yesterday who pitched well, and we have hope. You know he won't continue to pitch well. Why? Well, I mean, that's just not the way it works. Or he will. You Some... salvaged a game against the always tough Miami Marlins. Well, game out of first, and you're seven games out, so. It's all we relative. salvaged the game against the always tough Seattle Mariners. Um, not good. You had Luis Castillo beat on Saturday. Well, we had them all. We had all the, We should have swept the series, but we can't. We're not in that position right now. We're not good enough to do that. And now Tommy Edmonds a bench player. Is that what's no, going Tommy on? No, Tommy Edmonds not going to be a bench player. Well, what's he going to be? He'll play second base. And uh, Brendan Donovan. 
We'll or see. Nolan Gorman. Paul DeYoung will be the bench player for the most part. But he had a nice game yesterday. Three for four with a homer. And you hope that you hope against hope. We've been down this road several times with Paul DeYoung. Uh, he shows you in flashes. But then over the long haul, it, it never turns into anything. So nobody's trusting Paul DeYoung. I'm not like you. The guy gets called up by the Guardians, has a nice game, and you're ready to put him in the Hall of I'm Fame. I'm not ready to put him in the Hall of Fame. I, I put, I, I'm much more cautious about things like okay, that. Okay, but if, if you called up Nolan Gorman and I was your second baseman, you'd expect improvement, right? Even, regardless of how good you thought Nolan Gorman was, he's better than me, right? I don't know what you're saying. Is Nolan Gorman better at baseball than me? I, are you saying Paul DeYoung's better than, at baseball than Tommy Edmond? No, I'm saying if you call a guy up and he's an improvement on what you have, it doesn't really necessarily matter how good he is. Well, you can't judge one game. About... But, I, but I know Logan Allen is better than Hunter Who? Gaddis. Logan Allen. We don't care about Logan Allen Is better than Hunter Gaddis. Let me explain something to you. Okay? I know we're not necessarily in Cardinals region, but we have 50 times more Cardinals fans in this area than we do Cleveland Guardians. I'm not talking about we the Cleveland Guardians. We should never even mention the Cleveland Guardians. I don't care what we should mention. No, this is my show, not their show. We should never even mention them. That's great. Cleveland Guardians. Now we did They're it. They're a terrible team. They haven't won since Look at you lashing out because your team stinks. And they shouldn't be mentioned. I don't care it's what they bad, should or shouldn't it's be. It's bad karma for the show. Don't care. I don't like associating with losers. I don't care what you like. Um, and that's exactly but what... But I wasn't talking about the Guardians. I was talking about baseball in general and uh, performance of players and improvement and who's good and who's not. Are you ready to get this desk out of here uh, this weekend? I'm not doing that. You're not. May I'll, I ask why? Because I'll get it. I can't. I, I physically, I think that's impossible. Oh, we'll get some other help. And uh, I will move everything else out, and I'll be an active and enthusiastic participant, but I don't think. We'll get everything out. We'll get some people to help out. I think we got it. Didn't your wife say she was calling movers about some stuff? No, no, we're not calling any movers. You should. I got a family to handle this. Who? You, the Griffiths. They're, Griffiths aren't coming. So They're not coming? No. How do you know that? Because they're just not. If I ask Chris Griffiths and Scotty Griffiths to please come and move a desk. Scott Griffiths is not coming. Pizza. Uh, pizza. I'll get them some pizza and a nice... Uh, do you know uh, they can get their nice, own pizza? A nice uh, bit of clothing. Uh, they'd be here in a heartbeat. They're not coming. I'll give them a nice League 42 hat. Some pizza. They're not coming. You have to pay people to get them to work for I'll you. See, I'll see what they say. The way you say pizza is infuriating, by the way. Some pizza. Get us some, some pizza. nice pizza. How do you say it? Pizza. You say you, pizza. You say pizza. Nobody yeah. says that. Some pizza. You always emphasize the pizza. Uh, it's, I, it's maddening to listen to you say that. I, don't you love pizza? It's fine. What's the last pizza you had? Uh, there was some leftover pizza at uh, KWCH. <laughs> I love knowing this. Thank you for sharing well, this It's getting on my nerves, like legitimately. Because while the Guardians are never going to be a topic, pizza will be a frequent Well, topic. I just don't think you're going to count on people who you don't even ask if I give them some to pizza, just show up. 
If I give them some pizza, they'll be here. They're not coming. Uh, I know how much they love pizza. That's great. That's good for you, but they're not going to be here. It's driving you nuts. And I'm not moving that. So you're going to have to figure out an You know an what? I'll text them at the break and see what they say. Good luck. I'll entice them with a, a nice pizza pie. That's not enticing. Their choice of, the, of where, where it comes from. They're probably going out for steak dinners on Saturday. They're not worried about your pizza. <laughs> I've got you. You're like putty in my hand. Why should I? Why did I say that? It doesn't matter. I'm not moving that desk. I got. I live rent free in your brain. Not really. I kind of do. But do I want to kill you right now, a little? Why? Because of the way I say pizza. Uh, just uh, the whole vibe. The whole vibe. I don't know what's wrong with the vibe. I don't think I'm going to – you don't listen when I say I'm not going to be able to move that. I'm just not, and no one else is either. It's, You're a, gonna, it's a piece of cake, really. I'll get everything – This top part comes off. It's not hooked into this part. You understand well, what I'm saying? That bottom part looks like it weighs about 7,000 The bottom pounds. part is, is going to be a problem, but we can, we can uh, uh, finesse it out of here. We. Again, pizza has – has caused men to do to accomplish great feats. I, I doubt it. In my adult life, whenever I offer pizza, it's a, it's a great enticement. Man, I wish I was working Saturday, but unfortunately, Don't you kind of wish my, you were working my now? one day off. I got to come over and move a twelve thousand pound desk. <laughs> well, you offered to come and assist me. I did, but uh, not with that. I'll I'll do everything else. I right, we'll get it figured out. What'd you uh, do over the weekend? I saw your daughter went to prom. She did. And I posted a picture of her, as, as did your wife. I posted a picture of her, and it got rave reviews. Well, she's a... She's grown up. She's a beautiful young woman. What can you say? And she enjoyed prom with a couple of her friends. They went to Olive Garden for some reason, and then went she, on... Because she loves Olive she Garden. She does love Olive Garden, but is she that... She always a, has. Is that a prom place? There's a picture I edited uh, to get most of the of your Eagles photo out. Well, of you life. got Aaron and Timothy B. Schmidt. That's a I like that. Um, I tried to I tried to eliminate. You know who has a photo of the Eagles in their living room? Not me. I've got two. Uh, what what kind of sense does that make? I mean, when you get guests over for a nice evening of pizza. Who wants to look at a... We haven't had guests over. Who wants to look at a few pictures of the Eagles? Who is it their house or is it my house? Well, you saw why I edited it out of there. I thought it was a, a a blotch on an otherwise great photo. Well, she didn't seem to mind. And again, I love the Eagles, but you don't see me putting pictures well, of I them. Well, I got you have every cardinal ever to play the But not the game in my living baseball. room. This is where you live. No, this is my office. But it's where you spend most of your time. Well, no, I spend most of my time in the living room. Really? With my wife, yes. Where have you been today? At my office at, at the, the Rudd Learning Center. Same. I think I know why Misty is more clingy. It's because I'm not here in the mornings. Might be. And uh, she doesn't know what to think about that. She hasn't quite understood that yet no she's uh there's something going on with the youngster 
I don't mind her being clingy. Well, why would uh, you? In most ways, but it's you know I gotta as I as I perform here on the show so admirably. Sometimes I have to uh, also keep her in mind. It seems like she's fending for herself relatively if well. I she don't, brought both her toys down. She's happy. If I ignore her, as you heard earlier, she'll give you a little growl. I did hear that. And then, if that doesn't work, she'll give you one bark. Well, she demands her attention. She's uh, extremely spoiled. Uh, here's what's on tap, the show today. Uh, ESPN's Jen Schroeder will join us at 225. Uh, you, you see a lot of her with ESPN's coverage of college softball. And I wanted a national perspective on what we're seeing with Sydney McKinney and the Shockers. Uh, Wichita State with a game tomorrow night against Oklahoma. And we believe Oklahoma is untouchable, right? Pretty much. Uh, we'll see if Jen agrees. Wichita State, as good as it has been, has never threatened Oklahoma. There was that one game they kind of did in the postseason, but then kinda. It, got, it got away from them. They were, they were there in the middle innings. Yeah, and it was a fun game to watch, but, uh, yeah, it just didn't quite sustain itself. So rather than get it a pl getting a player or the locals' perspective, which we all know how good the Shockers are, it's time to get some national perspective on Wichita State softball and just what the career of Sidney McKinney means. You know, we'd be talking about it all over the world if this was baseball or basketball or football. Uh, what's what's Sidney McKinney done? Let's get some perspective on it, right? Sure. I mean, you're out there trying to offer perspective, but I, I don't know if I trust you. What did I do? I don't know. Whatever you do on on Sports Sunday when you're not breaking down the Chiefs' defensive line. Hey, I didn't write the show. <laughs> Chuck Ingram from Wichita State Softball or Baseball will join us at 3:25. They're coming off a sweep of number seven ranked East Carolina, and they thoroughly dominated the Pirates Crushed over the them. weekend at X Stadium. And I'm not exactly sure what that means. It means the Shockers have sort of arrived in a sense. We've always known that they can hit. Well, you see, you're qualifying it. You're not. You're you're saying sort of arrived. I, I, I said that's they've I, arrived in a sense. But again, you're qualifying it. Well, there's still you, you can't there's still work that, to do. There, you can't just say they've arrived. They're 88 in RPI. They still have some bad losses on their on their schedule, um, and they'll have to continue winning. Have they arrived? They have arrived to where now you know that they have the potential to See, get it, listen to get into the postseason. Did you just get frustrated and, with me? Yeah, and do some damage. But will those earlier bad losses keep them from the postseason? We know they're good enough to be in it, to play well in the postseason, but we still need them to get in it. If I was another team, I would not want to play the Shockers. Oh, well, I wouldn't either. They're really good. Uh, their offense is good. Their pitching starting to figure it out. And as I posted on Twitter yesterday, this kid Adler, Grant Adler, might be the second best pitcher to come out of Derby. After Matt Imke? No, after me. After, no, I, don't, I didn't even consider you. You know, people think, well, that was 50 years ago. But we still played baseball 50 years ago. We played the game. Well, a, a little less strenuously. 
How so? You're about out there throwing 74. Guys were running seven seconds to first base. It wasn't the same game. No, we played good baseball. I, I would I would dare say we played as good a baseball then as is being played in high school now and probably better. What do you think of that? Chew on that Definitely for a Definitely not better. No, I'll, I'll go ahead and say You're not. No, you were not playing better high school baseball. I'll go baseball. ahead and say we were better players than you're seeing now. Wrong. I mean, he could not be more wrong. You wouldn't say that in any other sport. It's just not Why? true. Because technology, uh, athletes get need, bigger, stronger, we faster. Technology. Uh, we went down and bought a wood bat and a wood glove, and we used them. That's all it takes, I guess. You really bothered me. Not about Why you. Why am I bothering You're you? You're not bothering me. But it bothered me that when I went to Ohio, North did really well, and I didn't get to play in the state tournament. And then in my senior year, Derby, who had some players that I had played with previously, won the state championship. Oh, I didn't like that either. Who? Matt Emke. Uh, Daniel Gutzmer. He went like a walk-off homer or something in the state championship game. Well, good for them. For sure. They got a state title. You got none. Didn't even get a state appearance. Well, you know, you live and learn. Given that uh, choice again, you might you might make a different choice. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, you did what you thought you had to do. The postseason in Ohio was like 14 rounds. We won a couple of them. Well, you know, nice effort. Nobody knew it. Beat Westerville North or Nobody something cares. In, a good, in a game. If you'd done it here, people would have cared. Maybe they cared there. You know what? I'll guarantee you the crowd for the Westerville North game was less than 100. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm guaranteeing. What about the Dublin-Kaufman game? They were pretty good. No, they got too much going on in Dublin. They didn't show up for that game. Probably not. You know, when I went to Ohio and watched you play, there wasn't anybody there. There were some people there. Of course, it was 11 degrees. I don't know. That didn't work out. It was fine. I hit 289. It was, wasn't horrible. <laughs> 289 in yeah. high school? Yeah, but I started off like one for 40. I played well at the end. Uh, here's our my friend, uh, our friend, Brian. He says if you can get the desk downstairs to be able to get it back upstairs, but then he kind of dropped off on his message. Yeah, Brian, you going to show up? I don't know what he means. So I, you know. I assume he says is if Brian, you can. Is Brian saying, we can get that desk out of there? Well, bring some folks, Brian. I'll watch you do it. <laughs> I just, you know, it's time for this old desk to take its rightful place somewhere else. It's time for this room to get a fresh coat of something and to get a nice remodeling. And uh, you're gonna just tear it out from completely. There. What do you mean tear it? Just out? tear the wall down. No, I'm not tearing the wall down. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I haven't decided yet. All right. I don't know if that wall could be torn down. I think that wall. You know, you got some, might just collapse. At you some got point. some structural things that won't allow walls to be taken out. Yeah, that but that's be, that's just paneling. I'm sure it's pretty hollow inside there. Well, I'll see what uh, I'll, I'll see what some people think. I'm considering doing a massive overhaul here. Well, now, people would say, why would you do that? A lot of people would say that. Yeah. And I don't know that I have a good answer. Is it just a need for change in life? I, 
I like, uh, you know, we've had uh, the same. Uh, it, it would be the kitchen and this room mainly. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what we decide. Certainly my wife will have input on that. And uh, we'll go from there. The stove's working okay? Stove's been great. Then what was the problem? Uh, we had the wrong, uh, the electrical outlet had uh, had uh, lost some juice. We had to replace the electrical outlet. But the, the previous stove was 17 years old. It was fine to get rid of that one. Um, this, uh, this refrigerator I have is 17 years old. Still functional. It still works well. I'm not getting rid of it until it dies. Good idea. Let's get to Bruce quickly. We just have a very short amount of time, Bruce. Very quickly, please. This will be quick. Um, I know you personally. I was in a fantasy football league with you. Uh, we used to do it over there at the uh, oh, on West Kellogg there, that that bar there, whatever right. it was, at Tyler at Tyler. Side side anyway. Yeah, side pockets. That's it. Uh, long story short, you guys are doing some remodeling. I'm still a flooring contractor. Been serving Wichita for almost 40 years. I'd like to be able to come bid uh, getting in some new flooring in there for your office space. All right, Bruce. Send uh, send Max an email. Max will tell you how to get a hold of him, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Amazing. All right. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. We just made a. Now, what was the uh, underhanded deal on the radio? What was the hierarchy there? You're going to have him email Max to get a hold of Max? Yeah, and then Max can get get me his information. Okay. Uh, we'll figure it out. Thanks, Bruce. I appreciate it. We'll come back, talk with Jen Schroeder, ESPN softball analyst. We want her perspective on what's happening right here in our city with the Wichita State Shockers. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. This is a cold, a song called Rain. We're talking, uh, we shouldn't be talking about this. I wish I'd known Max's thoughts. I would have nipped this in the bud. Baseball people don't talk around rain, right? We don't talk about it. We shouldn't. Jen Schroeder understands. Hello, Jen. How are you? Hi. How's it going, guys? It's going well. Thank you uh, for coming on the show today. Jen Schroeder, our guest from ESPN. And we wanted, Jen, to get your perspective because uh, we're here in the bubble of Wichita, Kansas. We see what the Shockers are doing, what uh, their players are doing, and they're having historical uh, numbers put up. And I just wanted to see how it relates to all of college softball. Uh, what are your thoughts on what Sidney McKinney has done and is doing as a Wichita State Shocker? Sydney McKinney is not just one of the best hitters ever to come through Wichita State, but she's one of the best hitters in the country to have ever played collegiate softball. I actually was just at their game uh, against Oklahoma State last week, and I was so excited to get to see her play in person because I obviously follow along. I track her games. I've watched on TV. But getting to see her play in person, she looked like she was actually playing video games and not real softball. It seemed like she was just having fun playing a video game and that she was a woman playing amongst girls. And it's not just what she could do with the bat. She's able to read a defense. She is so fast. Her speed impressed me so much. And it's just she's elite at everything that she does, and she is so exciting to watch. What do you think is it that separates her from everybody else? Because if, if a human being can hit 522 or whatever she's batting right now, it seems like maybe more than one could be able to do that. But she's it. What do you think, uh, what do you think it is that separates her from, from everybody else? You know, I actually interviewed her before the game for ESPN, and it was my first time getting to talk to her face-to-face and not just on social media or seeing an interview of hers. And it was so funny and surprising to me how much fun she has playing softball. And I think that so many athletes get really competitive and get really um, almost full of anxiety about their performance. And Sid just has fun when she plays. The game never gets too big. It does not matter if she's playing, you know, Kansas or if she's playing the number three team in the country, Oklahoma State. She is going to consistently be herself. And I think that's what makes her stand out amongst any other hitter in the country is the game never gets too big for her. Talking with Jen Schroeder, ESPN softball analyst, former great player herself during her years at UCLA. So but to stay on, on Sydney McKinney because – I agree with you. It's just fascinating to have this caliber of an athlete playing here at Wichita State. What's uh, what's the future hold for someone like this? If this was baseball, we'd be talking about uh, she's going to be a great major leaguer. If this was men's basketball or even women's basketball, we'd be talking about a great future in in, in professional sports. Uh, what what do you think Sydney McKinney does with this enormous softball talent that she has? beyond college 
Well, you know, I actually know this answer, but I'm not going to be the one to tell the world because I want Sydney to do it herself. But all I can say is that Sydney undoubtedly will be playing uh, when she is done, and we will be able to watch her on the ESPN family of networks, and we'll be able to follow her and be a fan of hers um, for quite some time. So that's well, that's, that's exciting. I, I like hearing I can, that. Yeah, I can excite, but I, I can't tell you exactly what it is because that's her information to share when her season's done. And then, and just to follow up on that a little bit, it that speaks to the growing popularity of softball, which has really exploded over the past several years. I know it gets very good ratings on ESPN. We just saw a postseason in college women's basketball that was very highly viewed. The proponents for women's sports have to be feeling really good about things right now. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, this this collegiate women's basketball season, I found myself just addicted, wanting to watch all of these games. I mean, even me, who I'm obviously a supporter of female athletics, but I found myself just picking a team and picking players on a team. And that's something that I really had never done before, you know, outside of softball. Um, but Holly Rowe is obviously someone who did sideline for NCAA basketball and um, the same week that they finished, she she came up. She's a part of our seven innings podcast that we do for ESPN. So she came on uh, the show, and she was saying that she feels as though those ratings and the excitement that we just had in women's basketball are absolutely going to be replicated, and you know, hopefully even beat for for women's softball. I mean, the ratings were absolutely unreal they peaked at 12 million you know we peak at about 3 million for women's softball at the world series Um, but each and every year we're beating records as far as attendance on site and records as far as viewership and so we're just climbing and beating record after record every single year how difficult is it if at all to evaluate a team like wichita state from a from a national perspective we know obviously they play in the american conference they don't get a ton of power five opportunities but they've beaten oklahoma state a couple times just in the last uh, few weeks um they're dominating the american conference and yet you look at the rankings and i know the the national polls don't mean everything but they go from 24 to 22 to 21 it's just hard maybe to get that uh, traction as far as ranking rankings are concerned so just how difficult is it for uh, you guys in the in the national media to evaluate Wichita State I, I honestly truthfully think it's tough it is really tough because you look at RPI you look at strength of schedule and because they play in the American League their strength of schedule isn't going to be a you know a top 20 team but then they go and they beat Oklahoma State twice this year and you can't ignore that and so I think D1 softball today just came out and ranked them I believe 21 which I read their their SID Weston he tweeted that's the highest national ranking that the program has ever had and so when you're there, when you're in the top 25, when you're in the top 20, you have got to be thinking, are we good enough to be a top 16 team? Are we good enough to be a one seed at a regional? And I think Wichita State is on that bubble right now. I think nationally you're going to have a lot of people that are going to give the nod to a power five team, someone who competes in the pack or the SEC or the ACC. But, man, as someone who loves – the growth of this game, I would love nothing more than to see 
the national committee give Wichita State a nod and give them a top 16 team, a, a top 16 seed. But I cannot confidently tell you guys that that's going to happen. I think it will be tough and it might be a little bit of a reach, but I would love nothing more than to see it. Well, I, I can guarantee you that the atmosphere here at Wilkins Stadium would make everyone glad they did so if they if they did do that. Uh, Jen Schroeder, our guest from ESPN, we're talking uh, college softball, specifically the Shockers, and also Oklahoma. I want to bring them up because Wichita State plays Oklahoma tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully, the weather is good for that one. Is Oklahoma? I know. I think I know the answer to this. Why are they so superior to every other softball program in the nation right now? You know what Patty Gasso has been able to do for a a decade plus is so incredible to watch. The way that she's able to create these teams that don't have any holes. There are players on the bench who would be absolute undoubted starters on practically every other team in the country. They're so deep, but but Patty Gasso has an innate ability to create a culture where it doesn't matter if you're the player on the bench or the player on the field. You are trying to be the best at your job every single day, and if you don't get it done, then there's someone on the bench who's going to get it done, and they just create this, this culture that's unbeatable. And, you know, I got done playing at UCLA in 2008, I have three sisters that are younger than me that all played college softball. We're the first family to have four girls play college softball. So my parents spent, I believe, 13 consecutive years in NCAA Division I softball. So just think about the growth that we, are, we were able to see as a family. When I committed to UCLA, Patty Gasso came in home and talked to me. They had just won the World Series in 2000. But they were not a team at my time at UCLA, which was just you know 15 years ago, that we would consider a contender – at the World Series. They were not a team that we would even guarantee would be at the World Series. And now you can't even have a conversation about the World Series without automatically putting Oklahoma there. If Wichita State can have some success against Oklahoma tomorrow night, then that would solidify everyone's opinion about Wichita State. Define success. I need them to win. There you go. So as as far as Wichita State is concerned, I'll, I'll ask you to look into your crystal ball a little bit. Is this sustainable for a team outside of of the Power Five? We've seen them maintain it through the Sidney McKinney, Addison Bernard, and Lauren Mills years. Uh, is it is how possible is it for that level of school to be relevant for a decade or longer? I think it all depends on how long you can keep. Uh... Christy Breadbender there, you know, I think anyone who has played for her and I'm dating back to my friends who played for her at Santa Barbara when she was an assistant coach, anyone who has played for her says that she's the best head coach that they've ever had. They love the culture that she's created. They love who she is as a person. And I think if you're Wichita state and if you're in the athletic department and you want a team who could be great for a decade, you're keeping her as your head coach. Great stuff. I knew you were going to be great, and dang it, you were. Thank you, Jen. We really appreciate getting your perspective on softball. We look forward to seeing ESPN's continued coverage. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. Okay, Jen Schroeder, ESPN softball analyst. Can Wichita State beat Oklahoma? She seems to think it's possible. Yeah, that's good enough for me. So I'll take her word for it. Right? Sure, absolutely. 
We'll see. That would be quite the moment in Wichita. Well, sure it would. It'll be a moment. Well, I'm rooting for him, obviously. I think we all are. And it's good to get a national viewpoint on Sidney McKinney because we think we know what we're seeing, and it just got uh, validated by somebody who follows this sport very closely. And Chuck Ingram understands why. Hello, Chuck. How's it going? Uh, How big was this sweep of East Carolina over the weekend in which the Shockers – uh, of which you're a key member, just dominated the Pirates at X Stadium. Did it catch you by surprise that you were you were able to handle East Carolina, the seventh-ranked team in the country, with that amount of ease? You know, I want to say it caught me by surprise. We're, uh, we're feeling pretty good going into this weekend, and, you know, uh, they're obviously a really good team, but I think we prepared the right way, and, we were ready to take them on. We weren't scared. And we went out and we played really well. So, uh, but that was huge to be able to get that that sweep at home. And obviously, winning winning two alone is really big. But sweeping up was awesome, and that definitely sent a message to the rest of the conference. I'll, and Jeff has a question, but I'll make a statement that you know the the quick start that Wichita State had uh, the the COVID year, I think caught. Uh, got everybody's attention, but I think this sweep of East Carolina is the first real attention grabber that Shocker baseball's had in a in a while. So now the key is right to 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 build on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was I wasn't here for that that COVID year, but I remember they went on a really good run. I think they won twelve or so in a row. And uh, but yeah, this this is a huge momentum for us going forward, and definitely grabs the attention of everyone and shows them that, uh, you know, we're not messing around this year, that we're trying to get back to, to what Shocker Baseball is all about. And so it's really good to see. And, you know, I think this is the best we've been since I've been here in three years. So we're feeling really good about things this year. Yeah, best best Wichita State baseball has been in quite a while, I think. So obviously that sweep just, just ended yesterday. But have there been conversations about now we're not going to kind of sneak up on anybody? We're, we're ranked now. Uh, we just swept and, and kind of are, have a little bit of, of a hold on that first place spot in the conference. I'm sure you want all those things, but have – have there been any conversations just with the coaches or within yourselves about uh, how to approach that now? You know, not really. I mean, the only thing we're really talking about is, you know, that was a great a great win, great sweep, great series, and just uh, talking about how to move forward from that and use that as, as momentum going forward because you can't dwell on that too much. As, as much as it was a really good win, we got to keep uh, using that momentum going forward. Uh, for for other people in this conference, uh, because obviously everyone now knows what we're capable of, so they're going to come out and bring it uh, every weekend against us. So we got to keep going. Chuck Ingram, our guest, the Shockers uh, in Stillwater tomorrow night to face number twenty-one Oklahoma State in a really uh, key game as well. You've had a very good year. This offense has been good for most of the year. I got to ask you, Chuck, and I'm sure you expected this question. You had a home run earlier this season, more than 500 feet, and uh, I don't know of anybody who's done that. Uh, that doesn't happen in the in the big leagues. So tell us, take us back to that moment. Yeah, that was obviously an awesome moment and uh, a great way to start off the game. Um, I, you know, I got ahead in the 
two one count against a pretty uh, heavy fastball pitcher uh, for Tulane, and you know I was just sitting heater, and he threw me one middle in, and I just stayed inside of it and hit the best wall I've ever hit in my life. You know, it was one of those things that you think about all the time of doing, and it was just awesome to be able to do that. Uh, it's one of those things you don't feel off the bat, and just right away you kind of know. So. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, last what year. What do you mean for sure? You I, never I, had I, had, I hit a home feet. run once, and I didn't feel it. So I know I know what he's talking about. Mine went about 382, but it's it's still the same. So last year, you guys, you had some, some stalwarts, but you went through a lot of different lineups, uh, a lot of different guys getting a chance to play. This year, you're basically rolling out the same nine every day, and you guys obviously deserve to be in the lineup every day. But what does that consistency kind of meant for, for this team and just allowing this offense to, to roll the way it has? Yeah, you know, obviously in baseball, uh, consistency is key. Uh, being able to, you know, show up to the field every day with, you know, the same expectations and, and knowing you're in the lineup helps a lot and knowing these guys are going to go out there every day because mixing and matching is tough on guys because um, obviously it's hard to get momentum if you're not in the lineup every day. So I think that definitely helps, you know. Uh, credit to our guys. Everyone's done a really great job this year. Um, even guys that have been in and out have been doing a really good job. I just think all around this year um, we're we're really good and the best I've seen, but like you said, that consistency really helps, uh, you know, getting in a roll and getting in a rhythm, being able to stay hot. So, Shockers are 24 and 15. We're talking with Chuck Ingram, one of their standout players. Uh, so, uh, Chuck, just this team, and, and Jeff kind of alluded to it, the lineup that you throw out there every day, and you're playing now for, for Scooter Hibbs, who – uh, has the interim tag as the head coach. It's been a strange journey with the departure of Eric Wedge and and Scooter's a, a insertion into the head coaching role. How's he done? What's that been like for the team? And is it uh, are you are you just now kind of I don't know how to how to really put it, but did it take a while for you to to adjust to all of this? Yeah, I mean, obviously, anybody thrown in a, in a situation like that with the coach leaving at the end of the fall was really tough because we just went all fall with, with one coach and, and what to expect. And then uh, we didn't find out till about December that he wasn't coming back. So it was tough at first, obviously, because right when we found out it was the day that we got on winter break. So we found out and all of us left for break. So it wasn't really like we had time to, you know, spend time with the coaches or together and talk about it or, or kind of convene. But, once we got back in, in January, it was really when we got to spend time to be able to adjust to the new situation. And it took a little time, definitely. Um, but Scooter's a great guy. He's a great coach. And, you know, he's he's been here. Um, he's been in Shocker Baseball for a long time. And, you know, he has a lot of knowledge. Had a lot of, a lot of success at Charlotte as well. Um, but I think he's done a great job. You know, it definitely was an adjustment period for him, too. Stepping in, I don't know if anyone expected this, but he's done a great job with us. So, you know, we talked about the consistency within the lineup. What about the pitching too? You've you've rolled out uh, the same Friday through Sunday. Guys never really been a need to even look elsewhere for one of those spots. They've all been really good. Tolly Adler, 
um, and Candiotti. So what has that been like just as part of the offense uh, to see those guys as, as uh, consistent as they've been too? Yeah, our, our pitching, starting pitching has been awesome for us this year. You know, it's probably the best it's been since I've been here, like we talked about. And, um, you know, it's it's nice knowing every day uh, going out there on offense that we're going to have those guys who are going to go out there and give us a quality start every time. Uh, we have three great starting pitchers, and we started to figure it out in the bullpen too. So, um, you know, it, it, our pitching has, has looked really good, and I think our hitting has looked really good too. So, uh, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, the consistency consistency with uh, our pitchers um, Friday through Sunday has been amazing, and uh, we just got to keep that up through the remainder of the season. Yeah, he just gave up three runs in three games against the number seventeen and the seven team in the country. So, pitching uh, pitching was pretty darn good. Chuck Ingram, our guest, we wish you the best. Big game tomorrow night. Now, like we alluded to and talked about earlier, you come off this big sweep of. East Carolina, it gets some national recognition. People are watching the Shockers, and you're playing another really good team on their turf tomorrow night. Yeah, it's a there's a, a question game. there somewhere, Chuck. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is a huge game. Um, it's a big week ahead, especially with back-to-back midweeks against uh, OSU tomorrow, and then we got KU at home. Um, so it's a big week, and OSU is a great team. You know, we they got us the first time. They looked really good. And then we went out there, and we we played really well at their place. And so uh, we're hoping to do the same uh, tomorrow and keep that same momentum going forward. And, um, you know, our, in our midweeks, like our, our pitching we just talked about has been really, really good. Um, the midweeks are, the, are kind of tough. With, it's kind of a Johnny Holstaff type of day where we roll out a bunch of guys. And uh, our, those guys have done great. Um, every guy you know that's gone in is doing his best and uh if we do that tomorrow and we, we keep hitting like we have then i think we got a really good chance to to keep this thing rolling well chuck we really appreciate it thanks for uh coming on the show and best of luck the rest of the way thank you very much thanks for having me thanks. all right chuck ingram out of rockers high school in kansas city missouri good player yeah, good player, and I had a, had a nice career. They got a bunch of those guys. So Shockers again in Stillwater tomorrow night to face Oklahoma State, home Wednesday to face Kansas, and then an AAC uh, weekend series against Memphis. All right, Max, time for a break. We'll come back with our number two. Jive Talk awaits. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.